0: Christmas is almost here. But I'm guessing that you guys knew that already. Maybe you're making preparations, getting ready for everything to come. Is your family gathering going to look like something out of a magazine photo shoot? Or maybe one of those mid-century Norman Rockwell paintings? You know these, you've seen these. All of the colors are beautifully selected. Place settings are intricately arranged. The faces of the people gathered around are beaming and smiling. It's the festivity almost pouring out, getting you to smell all that holiday food set on the perfectly decorated table. You can almost hear the Christmas music and songs playing quietly in the background. Is your Christmas gathering going to be like that? Something like a scene from one of those Hallmark holiday movies? Because if it is, let me know. I would love to come by and see it. (laughs) Now, I doubt any of us are going to be having a perfect time together with our families this Christmas. Even Norman Rockwell didn't expect life to look like his artwork. He once even noted, the view of life I communicate in my pictures excludes the sordid and the ugly. I paint life as I would like it to be. Life, especially family life, isn't going to be perfect. Loved ones die. Children make bad decisions. Parents get divorced. Family members argue over things like finances or politics. Opportunities for conflict just keep coming along. Now, Joseph and Mary certainly didn't get off to a Norman Rockwell start. As they were making all their preparations to come together as husband and wife to begin family life together, Mary likely in her mid-teens, Joseph probably 20-something, Mary drops news on Joseph that probably hit him as sordid and ugly. She's pregnant. This isn't something that Joseph would have expected from his fiance, but there it is. She is carrying someone else's child. So how do you think Joseph felt? Betrayed? Upset? Disappointed? How would you feel? For all Joseph knew, Mary had been unfaithful. So now he has to choose what to do. Joseph decides to close the door. That's a natural reaction when you are confronted with the fact that your fiancé is pregnant with a mystery baby. So what if she says this is God's doing? You and I can read Matthew 1.18 and know that this pregnancy is the work of the Holy Spirit, Joseph did not have the advantage that we do. He didn't have all of the relevant facts. Would you believe Mary if she came to you and said, hey, this baby comes from God? Even so, Joseph is a good guy, a just man. He wants to do what's right. So in his well-meaning but, infa- but fallible Compassion in his flawed human wisdom, he decides to break off their engagement. Now, engagement back in that culture is quite different from what we know in ours. Even though they were not living together as husband and wife, Joseph and Mary were bound by a covenant that could only be closed by death or divorce. He doesn't want to talk about this baby. He doesn't want to work through the issues around Mary's surprise pregnancy. He's going to close the door and walk away. When conflict comes up in our family life, sometimes we'll do the same thing. Rather than address the problem that is right there disrupting our life together, we avoid it. Maybe in the false hope that if we don't talk about it, if we don't do anything about it, it will go away magically on its own. And similarly, we might withdraw. We might seek separation. Holding back from each other instead of engaging in conversations and listening to one another so as to better understand what that issue is that's causing the conflict in the first place. We close the door. But when conflict comes along, another option is to slam the door. Now, gladly, Joseph did not take that route. The penalty for adultery back then could go so far as stoning someone to death. But Joseph doesn't want to cause Mary any further pain or embarrassment. He simply wants to move on without her. This example of why Matthew 1.19 refers to Joseph as a just man, a righteous man. But you and I, we are not always as righteous, are we? Especially when it comes to conflict in our family life, we gladly slam the door, figuratively and literally. We yell, we throw tantrums and verbal grenades, We lash out or retaliate so that the person who hurt us might know at least a little bit of the pain we are experiencing. We shut down discussion, refusing to recognize each other as valued and loved children of the same Heavenly Father. The door slams shut. In times of conflict or distress though, we could choose to lock the door when you're burned out from what's come before, when you are afraid of what might come next, locking the door seems to make sense. We seek out defensive or proactive isolation in order to shut off those issues that are so sensitive, so intense, so volatile that we can't even think about dealing with them, maybe ever again. We lock the door. We throw away the key. We live in a broken world filled with broken people. So why else could we hope? What else could we hope to do? Open the door. That's God's better option for us. Hear how it played out in Joseph's life. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, Son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. God's messenger comes to Joseph with the good news that his fiancée is not, in fact, lying to him, that this baby is divine. And Joseph, trusting in God's revealed plan, opens the door to life with Mary and her unborn son. He welcomes them in as family. He accepted them, he loved them, he cared for them. Joseph needed help with his family life. We do too. We close doors, we slam doors, we lock doors. Not so with God. God opens the door for us. He engages us with his love. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Those names given to Mary's baby point to God's love. Jesus' name means Yahweh is salvation. Emmanuel means God with us. God is with us, even coming to be a human being to save our bodies and our souls from sin. Jesus has come to bring God's love for you and for your family into our world so that you and I might live in that love. Experience tells us that opening the door isn't something that comes naturally for us. God doesn't leave us to make do with the limited abilities of our broken human nature. As you and I follow Jesus, we follow our Emmanuel through life. God the Holy Spirit gives us both the option and the ability to open the door to engage with each other in His love, even in the midst of pain and conflict in family life. He gives us the power to look at our parents and our children, our siblings and our spouses, and open the door. In this Advent season of preparation, not preparation for Christmas, but making ready for Jesus' return Open the door in family life. Beware of those natural reactions that we have when conflict comes. Closing the door, slamming the door, locking the door. Bring your needs to our Lord in prayer. Asking him to open the door so that you might engage your family with his love. Trust that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And that he is here for you now by the working of his Holy Spirit. Because he's here for your family too. As these days of Advent draw to a close, let's get ready. Christmas is almost here. Open the door and celebrate God's gift of Jesus, our Emmanuel. Amen.